All right. So real quickly, I'm going to get right into it. Um, there's just some things that, um, that have been going on in my life personally, um, where I just felt like I needed to get some direction from the Lord. It's just a new season of life for Todd and I. And have, I don't know, are any of y'all kind of feeling like you're just kind of in maybe a certain season where you just really need to get some, some direction from the Lord? Or maybe, um, you might be in a certain situation, uh, maybe a crossroad or, or even a relationship, um, with some family, uh, your children, your spouse, where you just, you need some clear direction. Work, um, work is changing. Something's coming up with your job or with your work, or maybe even something that's life altering. Am I the only one in here that needs direction from the Lord? Okay. Well, so in my, um, in my quiet time with the Lord and just seeking the Lord, the Lord led me to the scripture and it's in Proverbs chapter three and verses five and six. And, um, we provided some paper notes for y'all. So if you want to take notes on it, you can do that. But it's, we all know the scripture. For some people in here, it's your favorite scripture. I've heard that's, I've heard that a couple times this morning, but it's Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I'm telling you, I have been quoting this scripture to myself so much lately that I'm quoting it until I fall asleep at night and I'm quoting it when I wake up in the morning. Like, I don't even know when I fall asleep because it's just been going over and over and over in my mind. And so I just felt like the Lord just gave me this word to encourage me. Lord, how do I get direction from you? And so there are, um, this morning, I just want to take real quickly, give you three principles to receiving direction from the Lord in whatever season or situation, whatever you might be going through right now, whatever this scripture applies to. I want to give you three principles to receiving direction from the Lord. What's cool is that all three of these principles are found in this one scripture. I love how the Lord will do that. We don't need to get all complex and complicated. It's just plain and simple right in front of us. And so the first principle is this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, this principle is a two-part principle. It's not just trusting in the Lord. It's trusting in the Lord with all your heart. It's, it's two parts. And I was telling someone this morning, um, you know, whenever I read the word, I like to do, um, I like to do word studies. So I always have my Greek and Hebrew app or whatever on the computer. So whenever I, I find a scripture, I break down each word. And I want to encourage y'all to do that. It's really not hard at all. It's really, it's really easy. But I found that whenever I do that, it's, it's cool because I'll get a general word and it's like, well, well, what does this word really, really mean? Cause I don't really know how to apply it. And so when I can do a word study or a word search on something, it, it kind of breaks it down for me and it really helps me to understand how I can apply that to my life without having to go to someone and say, what does this mean? Or read it in general and be like, okay, trust in the Lord with all my heart. Okay, well, that's all. 
that's general, but what, what specifically are you talking to me about, Lord? And so I want to encourage y'all to do that. When you read the word, break it down, do some word studies on it, and it's very helpful. So I'm going to do that with y'all this morning, just so you can kind of get an idea of how I do it. And hopefully it'll just kind of help you, um, help you to do the same thing. Okay. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. The word trust here means to be bold, confident, and secure. So trusting in the Lord means to be bold in the Lord, to be confident in the Lord, and to be secure in the Lord. Do you understand what that's saying? It's not just, okay, Lord, I trust you, I believe you. It's trusting, it's being bold and confident and secure in knowing that that the Lord's going to tend to you and he's going to take care of you with all your heart. What this part means, it means the heart, but all means your feelings, your will, and your intellect. So it's not just all your heart. It's not, it, it is your heart, but it is also your feelings, your will, and your intellect. So my, my feelings need to be confident and secure in the Lord. My will needs to be confident, be bold and secure in the Lord. My intellect needs to be confident, bold, and secure in the Lord. All your heart. Can I be honest with you? I have had major trust issues. Since you've known me, I've had trust issues. Um, I've struggled in that area with trust. For me, it's been over-trusting, blindly trusting, to the degree that whenever I over-trust, I get burned. And then when I get burned, then I shut down and I don't trust at all. So I'll go from one extreme to the other. Am I, is anybody, can anybody connect with that? Okay. All right. So, so that's my issue. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I've had trust issues the majority of my life, but I'm getting better as I'm learning to practice healthy trust. Right. And this is learning the word of God and what God says trust is, has helped me. So can I ask you a question? Do you have trust issues? Yeah. Okay, good. Not good, but you know what I mean. Makes me feel better knowing I'm not alone in this boat. So, okay, so we know that the Bible right here says trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We know it says that, right? So if we read that, what that means is that God is totally trustworthy. If God is saying trust me with all your heart. He's saying, I'm totally trustworthy. That's why you can trust me with all your heart. But if only God is totally trustworthy, then why is it so difficult for us to trust him with all of our lives? Why is that? I'll tell you why. It's because our negative experience of trust with other people is often projected on our relationship with God. When we have a negative experience of trust with somebody and somebody burns us, we will take that experience and we will project it onto God and say, I can't trust 
this person, so I must not be able to trust anybody, including God. But let me give you, let me give you a little truth here to kind of set you free from that. All right. God has never called us to trust each other unconditionally. God never said in his word, Tanya, you got to trust all these ladies unconditionally. I don't have to trust you unconditionally. And you shouldn't trust me unconditionally. You know, honestly, it's too much pressure, right? So don't trust me unconditionally. What he has called us to is to love each other unconditionally, but to trust him unconditionally. So I can trust him unconditionally and I can love you unconditionally. That's what he's called us to. For example, how do I unconditionally trust the Lord? You know, I thought about this. Is there anybody in here who has a newborn baby or a a young child, a young baby? Anybody? I know that there are a couple ladies in here. Okay, how many of you know what it's like to have a newborn baby, that you have children and you know what it's like? Okay, I want you to think about that newborn baby, a young baby. When that newborn is hungry or that newborn has, has a, a wet diaper or if that newborn is not feeling well, can that newborn just get up and go feed himself or change his own diaper or take an Uber to the doctor? No, that newborn is completely and totally reliant on the parent to take care of those needs. That baby, that newborn knows he's hungry, but he's totally reliant on the parent to take care of that need. That baby has to be totally trustworthy on that parent. And that's how we should be with the Lord. That's how our trust should be connected to the Lord, that we are completely and totally reliant on the Lord. We know what we need. We know the situation that we're in and we know what we need, but we, we can't supply it to ourselves. So we have to be completely and totally trust, trustworthy towards the Lord to provide that he knows how to give it to us and how to provide. And we have to trust that he can provide that to us. Does that make sense? So this is how we should trust God. So I want you to think about that whenever you are are in a situation where you need to trust God. Lord, I'm hungry. I need you to feed me. And I believe that you're going to feed me. So do you believe that he is the true and living God? You wouldn't be here today if you didn't think that, right? So not only should we completely trust the true and living God, but we can trust the true living God. We can. We really can. Is that right? Okay, number two, the second principle. Lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. What does this really mean? The word lean means to support or rely on. To support, to rely on. The word understanding means knowledge and wisdom. So basically what he's saying here is do not rely on or support yourself with your own knowledge or wisdom. 
Why do you think the Lord is telling us this? Why do you think if the Lord gave us a brain, we got some smart people in here, right? We, we kind of know what we're doing. We've, we've lived a life and we're, we're, we're smart people. Then why is the Lord saying don't lean or support yourself with your own knowledge or understanding the brain that I gave you? Why is he telling us this? I believe he's telling us this because we really are limited. When it comes to our own knowledge and wisdom, we are limited. We are limited. You know, I think what happens is we assess situations with what we see. Like we will look at a situation, we will assess things by what we see or what we assume. We will assess a situation, a conversation, something. We will assess things by assumption. And that will get us in trouble every time when you start assuming things. You know, it's, we assess things in the natural. Like it, you see a situation happening or you, you feel like you need to, you need direction, but you, you, it needs to happen in this order. Like, this needs to happen, then this needs to happen, then this needs to happen. It's a natural, it's, it's a natural way of processing things. But what happens when we do that, we, we don't leave room for the supernatural. Because that's who God is. When we do things in the natural and things happen the way we want it to, guess who gets the credit? We do. But when we just allow God to work, it's a supernatural thing. Who gets the glory for that? God. So whenever we think in that, in, in those terms with that mindset, it really is all about control. It's about us being in control. We don't want to let go of that control. And so I think that's why God says, don't lean on your own understanding. He's, he's trying to tell us, you need to let go of control of this situation. You need to trust me and let go of control. Someone said this one time, and I love this statement. You've probably heard me say it a million times, but he said, don't believe everything you think. What happens to us when we do that? What happens when we believe everything we think? What are some things? Come on, shout some words out. Worry. Fear. Insecurity. Confusion. Sometimes we flesh out. Sometimes we break down. Depression. Pride. How about pride? When you believe everything you think, pride, anger, all this craziness, right? So don't believe everything you think. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7 says this. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for his answers. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. So this is why we shouldn't lean on our own understanding. 
because we can't find peace in our own understanding. We can't find rest in our own understanding. We can't find trust in our own understanding. It's, it's volatile. It's wishy-washy. You can't depend on yourself. And so whenever I read this scripture, I said this to a friend of mine one time, and I thought, wow, this is so true. I need to apply this to my own life because she was asking me about something, my advice on what she should do about something. And I said, prayerfully consider everything before first doing anything. Prayerfully consider everything before first doing anything. That's what the scripture means. When we do that, it gives us time to process. And when we have time to process, the Lord can give us wisdom. And, you know, I understand it's t- that it's necessary to get godly counsel. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get godly counsel or seek wise counsel at times, but it should never be without first covering your situation in prayer. You don't just go to somebody and say, I need you to tell me what to do. Because I consider myself, you know, for example, I consider myself pretty wise. Like, I think I give pretty good counsel most of the time. But I'm going to mess up too. And that just happened to me not long ago. I had a friend of mine who was in a relational conflict. And she, um, she, she reached out to me and said, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to talk to this person because they are you know, they have breached my boundaries. They've crossed my boundaries and I don't know how to deal with it. And so it's a person who would not normally allow her to have a voice. And so in my mind, I thought, well, you know, I'm learning healthy boundaries. So maybe that she could apply that too. And so I I just said, maybe you should voice to him how you feel, voice to that person how you feel. Well, don't you know, she took that counsel and it came back to bite her. It was the wrong counsel. It wasn't necessarily the wrong counsel, but it was the wrong timing. Because she went and gave him, she she told that person how she felt, and things went sideways. And so then after that, I encouraged her to pray about it. And I said, you need to pray and get direction from the Lord. You know what the Lord told her? He said, the Lord said, you need to go to that person, and you need to not Speak to that person, but you need to listen to that person. And you need to hear that person out. Don't, don't speak. Listen. Be quiet and listen. And don't you know the Lord worked that situation out for her? Totally opposite of what I would have thought needed to happen for her to get where she needed to get in that situation. It, it was, it was a supernatural thing. Because she's dealing with someone who won't let her have a voice. And then she goes quietly and relinquishes her voice and her thoughts to the Lord. And the Lord uses that to speak clearly and resolve the situation. That's a supernatural thing. So don't lean on your own understanding, what you think it should look like. All right, and then number three. In all your ways, acknowledge him. The Amplified Bible says, in all of your ways, acknowledge and recognize him. Now, the word ways means course of life or mode of action. And the word acknowledge means to know, be acquainted with, be aware, 
declare. Wow, I didn't know that word meant so many things, so many amazing things. And so as I thought about that, I thought, well, how do I acknowledge the Lord in the course of my life and in everything that I do? And so I started, I started looking up each of those words. So the, so I want to break it down for you. The word, the words to know means to have a developed relationship with someone through meeting and spending time with them. So I know you, I know Olivia because I spend time with Olivia and I have a relationship with Olivia. So the more that I spend time with us, with someone, the more I get to know them. The more I get to know everything about them, their character, their personality, their gifts, everything about them. So I acknowledge the Lord in my life and in the what I do by spending time with him and trying to know the Lord more and more, having a relationship with the Lord. Does that make sense? To be acquainted with. This means to be familiar with. So... Why are we familiar with something or someone? Why is it? How do we know I'm familiar with that person or I'm familiar with this situation? We are familiar with things or people from our past experiences with that person or with those things, right? I'm familiar with this recipe. I know what's in this recipe because I've made this before. I'm familiar with this person because I've had an experience with this person before. That's what it means to be acquainted with. To be aware of means to recognize his presence. I am aware. I acknowledge the Lord by acknowledging being aware of his presence in my life, that his presence is with me. And I love this last part of this word, um, what the word acknowledge means, to declare. Declare means to, vo- to voice. It means to speak it out, like what I'm doing right now. Use your words. Olivia tells Penelope that, you know, she, sometimes she'll, she'll whine and she don't want to, and Olivia will say, Penelope, use your words. Communicate to me. And she'll tell her, she'll tell her mama what she wants. Use your words. So declare means to use your words, all right? And so I took all of these words and I kind of put them together and came up with my own definition of acknowledge. And this is what I came up with. To acknowledge him in all of my ways means because I am in relationship with him, I can confidently vocalize his character, his faithfulness, and his power from the past to the future because I know that his presence was, is, and will always be with me. And so I will boldly go to the throne of grace and say, Lord, I thank you that I'm in relationship with you. And I remember when you took care of me back then, I know your presence is here with me now. So I need direction in this situation. I can be okay knowing that you're going to get me there and you're going to work it all out for my good. So I don't have to worry and I don't have to fret and I don't have to be in turmoil because you are faithful. Your character is steadfast and I can trust you 
and I can vocalize those things to the Lord. That is how you acknowledge him in all your ways. Amen? Can I ask you a question? And I, and I feel like this is just something that I felt like the Lord wants me to apply to my life, but maybe for you too. But can we no longer be guilty of being so quick to remind the Lord of our faithfulness to him and be so slow to remember his faithfulness to us? That is a pharisaical attitude. Lord, I did this for you, and I did that for you, and I did this for you, but you have not come through for me yet. That's an attitude, and I've been guilty of it. And all that does is send me into a state of self-pity. And self-pity is a distorted sense of pride because all you're thinking about is yourself. So just a little side note there. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. He, you will receive direction from the Lord. You will receive wisdom from the Lord. The Amplified Bible says he will make your paths straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Isn't that good? He will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. The word path here means a well-trodden road, much frequented by travelers. So basically, this means wherever, whatever situation you're in, whatever you need direction from the Lord about, you're not alone. There are people who have gone down that road, and there are people who will go down that road. You're not alone. It's a well-traveled road. And so it's okay. We don't need to fear the unknown. All we have to do is three simple things. Trust in the Lord. Lean not on our own understanding. Pray about it. And acknowledge him. See, we have fear of the unknown, but there's someone in our life whose presence is always with us, who knows? So let's not be afraid of the worry uh, or consume ourselves with being afraid of the unknown. Let's consume ourselves with the one who knows what we consider unknown. So again, three simple instructions. And I really do believe that we do. We get overwhelmed, we get fearful, and we get anxious. And the reason that happens is because He's given us three simple things, but we feel like we have to do more than what he's told us to do. Am I the only one guilty of that? I know you said trust in you, Lord, with all my heart, but I feel like I need to do this and this and this as well as trust you. And I know I shouldn't lean on my own understanding, but things look like this is how it looks like it makes sense to me. So I think I need to add this to, to leaning on, you know, leaning on you. We, we, we have so much self-inflicted pressure. And that's why we struggle with worry and anxiety. And when it's just really this simple, it really is this simple. And I know you're probably sitting there saying, but yeah, but you don't know. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know where I need, what kind of decisions I need to make. This is life altering. 
But this is what the Lord is telling us to do. He's saying, I got this. Let me take care of it for you. You don't need to worry. You don't need to fret. Come on. You're in a bind because you've put yourself in a bind. You've taken on more than I've called you to take on. You've taken more on than I've told you to take on. And so I think this morning we're going to close in prayer, and I just want to spend, it's 1032, so I'm a little bit over, but if y'all will just bear with me, I just want to spend a few minutes in prayer, and Marie's going to come play the piano, but I want to just pray. And I just want you to give an, give you an opportunity to um, relinquish. Who in here feels like they just really need some direction from the Lord this morning? You're going through something, and you need some direction from the Lord for whatever it is. Okay. Can any of you connect with anything that I'm saying this morning about control, about fear, about worry, about anxiety? All right. So we're going to pray. And what I want to do is just simply pray through this scripture. We're going to pray through this scripture. And I just want to give you an opportunity to, again, relinquish whatever it is that is blocking your way, as this scripture was saying. He will make your path straight. Sometimes the roadblocks in our lives are the ones that we put there, not anybody else. We're going down the journey that God has us on, and we say, okay, I need to put a roadblock here because I'm, I'm concerned about this area. I'm too scared to tread on this area because it doesn't seem secure. And the Lord is saying, no, you just need to take off and go and just trust me. And so we need to relinquish some roadblocks, yeah? So if you don't mind closing your eyes and just get in an attitude of prayer. And I want to, I want you to think about what we just talked about. Which of these three areas is the Lord speaking to you about? Trust, understanding, or acknowledging Him. And as He speaks to you, just ask Him to help you. It's that simple. Say, Lord, help me in this area. Show me what it is that I need to let go of, control of. Help me to just rest and know that you're going to work it out. Lord, I know that hindsight is 2020. And I can't see things the way that you see things. Lord, help me to not confine myself to this box of of how I think the order of things should go. Lord, help me trust you with my future. me to let go of control.
Lord, help me to get out of my own head and trying to figure out how things should happen. Help me to see beyond the situation and not assess the situation but what I, by what I see or what I assume. Give me spiritual eyes to see through it. Simplify my heart. Simplify my life. Simplify my thoughts. Bring me back to your basics, Lord. Trusting in you with all my heart. Leaning not on my own understanding. And acknowledging you in all my ways. No matter what I see going on around me. Or what I'm afraid of because I don't see the finished product. Help me to be confident and secure in you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you've got my back. Help me to remember your faithfulness to me in the past. Help me to get out of my own way, Lord, so that you can straighten my path, so that you can bring me where you have, where you want me to be. Help me to rest in you, Lord. that you would seal this scripture and this word in our hearts and our lives this morning. I thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. I thank you that you are with us, Lord, and I pray, God, that, um, that, Lord, that you would just open up the scripture to our hearts and our minds, that even beyond this pulpit this morning, that, Lord, that you would continue to speak to us with your word, Lord. I pray, God, that you would take this word and apply it to each of us individually and speak to us individually, Lord God. And I thank you, Father, for just continuing to um, to help us keep our thoughts on you and on what you would have us do, Father, in our part of this relationship, Lord God. I pray that we wouldn't take on any more than you require of us. And Lord, I pray that you would help us to relinquish to you the parts that we need that you want to have control of Lord may we never add or take away from what is all, what only is required of us Father we thank you Father that we are your children and I pray God that you would seal this, this day in our hearts in the strong name of Jesus I pray Amen
that you can go home and continue to think about this scripture and think about this word and um, and share it with your friends and share it with your family. Just keep talking about it. Keep processing through it. And um, the Lord will help you apply it to your situation. And, um, and look forward to what God has for you on the other side of this, right? Amen. Okay, well, I went 10 minutes over. But I thank you for this day and for this time. And I hope that you were able to just get some good fellowship time in and and that you can leave here encouraged. And I hope that you have a great day today. I pray the blessing and favor of God on your life today as you go. Um, that everything you, you have planned to do and everything you set your hand to do, everywhere your feet walk, will be blessed of the Lord and prosperous. And I pray this blessing over you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.